All right, Newburn, it is that time again. It's hump day, and that means it's time for Let's Get Real Local with Roland Bowen and the Home Sales Team. Remember, if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in and around the city of Newburn, you only need to call these folks. If not, well, you're just dealing with the wrong kinds of people. They know their phone numbers, too. Katie, what's the phone number? Really, Charles, this morning? <laughs> you guys know I don't do mornings, so just, just don't. It's actually, hold on, 252-631-6787. There it is. Woo! <laughs> Yay! After three After three years, years. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting over. there. I'm going to put it above our door so we see it every time coming Probably in and should, out. That's really important. Yeah. Tattoo it, like <laughs> right here. You need to remember. Yeah. It's faith. Have it right Up there. The Go along with the rest of my tattoos I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't like, have any either. I don't like needles that much. Good Wednesday morning, everybody. We are the Real Local Show. Uh, we are rolling in the home sales team. Mm-hmm. I'm Roland Bowen here with Katie LaMare. Uh, we are missing our sidekick, Dave Kakavar, today. That means you get to talk about him. Yeah, well, that means we have to talk about we him. We have to I talk think, about him. We so. do, but I mean, we had a great show last week. I enjoyed thoroughly being out here with him, so now we got to have a great show. Oh, I was about to say, does that mean that I needed to stay gone? No, no, no. <laughs> the no, bar has like, been hey, so high. this has worked really well. Now we have a great show coming up. Good. Uh, well, we see who the anchor is here. Mm. <laughs> Thank the you show for would be- fall apart without Katie. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Katie. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> I do what I can. The, the, the brains and the beauty behind she's, the operation. Uh, she's got to keep you boys in check. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to make Dave and I look good. And luckily, we got a great team around us that yes, does that. Yes, we do. So, we do. Well, Welcome to Wednesday, everybody. Halfway home. Uh, the weekend is coming, hopefully. Um, yeah. Does the week ever end in real no, estate? No, we say this every week, <laughs> and no, it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, we can put some boundaries around that, but I think I sent you an offer at, what was it, 11 p.m. last night, or was it 10? Somewhere along those lines. Uh, yeah. And I had an agent emailing me this morning at like 3.45 yeah. uh, with you know news about a transaction. I was like, I don't think you found out about it at 3.45 a.m., so why am I finding out about it at 3.45 a.m.? I don't know about um, you, but my brain, I don't have a brain that shuts off very easily. <laughs> so I try to you know nope. clear it at night, but sometimes I'll wake up. I've been waking up at 6 the past few mornings, and which is not normal for me. <laughs> Bless your heart. I know, <laughs> but I've been getting some emails out early, and I'm going, okay, well, this, this could work. Maybe this is how I clear my head in the morning. I don't know. I've been stuck to getting up at 4.30 the past few weeks and Tuesday and Thursday mornings. So, oh, so I'm going to start why? calling you at 3.45 when I wake up in the mornings from now on. Yeah. I mean, you can't. Hey, Roland, what are you doing? Good morning. Just leave it on the voicemail because I turn my <laughs> ringer off, so feel free to call. <laughs> uh, I didn't say I was getting that email last night at 3.45, but that's when it came in. So I, I, I sleep well. I'm never, Knock on wood, I don't have issues sleeping. So yeah. I'm not one of those people like Charles that wakes up and... I wish. Uh, all random hours of the night. I, I or, wish I didn't Or Dave. Sleep. That's how he is as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Courtney, you know, when she was working with us oh. more and Dave, they would literally communicate at like 2 o'clock in the morning via email. And it's like, you're up in the middle of the night talking to another man. So, <laughs> this is how we get it done. Who are you talking to? With My wife. Jake from State Farm. <laughs> Dave from State Farm. Dave wearing from Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, she We digress. We so wait a minute. Okay, wait, so wait. how's the real estate Hold market? Hold on a second. Rob what? Jones, the best beard in brewing, Rob. has called us out. He says there's no coffee on that table. And if that's the case, it is, is it too early for some of Don's breakfast stout? It, it does say breakfast. That and two I thought weeks that was ago, didn't we get that? You asked that last two uh, he, weeks ago. He wants you to have that breakfast stout. Apparently, that's that's he really really wants to do it. I think you should have Rob on the show to talk about this breakfast stout. Rob, I think you're going to have to come on in a couple of weeks and talk about a breakfast stout. And we would oh, like to have that. I mean, we can try it. We just need to schedule our day properly. Yes, schedule. <laughs> <laughs> May have to push your meetings back. <laughs> push okay. them back a little bit. Uh, or just have understanding clients, so which we have, or a lot bring, of. or have bring a lot some of to your understanding clients. clients. I bet oh. you some of your clients would be like, "I love you. You <laughs> help me find a house. You help me sell my house, and you bring me delicious beer <laughs> for, breakfast. for breakfast." <laughs> um, Anywho, speaking of beer for breakfast, um, we're talking about fishing some today. <gasps> uh, not that everybody should be drinking beer for breakfast, or anybody should be drinking beer for breakfast, but um, I don't know. Sometimes they. Can run hand in hand, so <laughs> for some people, beer for breakfast and fishing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
I mean, if you're up that early, why not? Right. You've been up for a few hours. <laughs> but anyway, again, we digress. So how is the real estate market, Katie? I know you've been busy. I know Dave's been busy. Uh, I know. Last week, I remember going, Roland, can you just please take phones for just a little <laughs> bit? I just, I need a break because it's really at that point we are having not only calls on our listings, but just so many buyers just giving us a call and just looking for a house to buy. And it's been... Um, what is, how do you describe it? Not unreal. Hot. Unbelievable. That's Unbelievable. Right Unbelievable. In a good way. Well, and that's something, mm. I, you know, we do our newsletter every quarter, mm. and I was just finishing up that yesterday. And to look at the numbers, there's a, just over 400 homes on the market in Craven County across right. the board. There's about 390 houses under contract. Mm -hmm. And we still have buyers wanting to be here. And we still have houses that are sitting not selling. Right. Um, and, and it's kind of, where's the disconnect? Interest rates are lower than they've ever mm -hmm. been. I mean, I think you just refinanced for 2.75%. Yep. That's like free money if I you know. look at inflation over 30 years. I, I mean, know. It's, it's unbelievable. It's a huge th savings. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and some real estate prices are up, mm -hmm. uh, especially for houses in great condition that don't need any work. Uh, we're seeing those things move rather quickly. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a very interesting time in our real estate market. Well, and I've seen um, even over on my side of town, these properties, these waterfront homes that have been on the market for good two, three years, they are under contract and closing in August. And the again, homes that have been sitting. So what has changed? What is happening? And what I'm finding is that I don't know about you, what kind of waterfront buyers you're working with right now, but there are, there are a lot and there's not enough waterfront property or for at least sale. what they're looking for for right. sale, which is why I did that video last week. And some of our waterfront buyers are still a little scared of the flooding. Not mm -hmm. not all of them. Uh, some, some, some of them uh, are having trouble finding what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of our waterfront properties around here are a little bit dated as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't have any really new construction on the water anywhere unless you tear something down and build it yourself. Right. Um, so it is an interesting time in the market. But it's, a, it's, a, it's fascinating because a lot of sellers, if they're willing to put in some, put in some work to their home to get it in great condition... They, they can really get a great price for it right they now. They can. Uh, and from the buyer's perspective, why would they want to buy right now when people are getting quote-unquote great prices? Well, not everybody wants to put in that work. So if you're willing to put in the work after you buy it, you can get great deals. And if you don't want to put in the work at less than 3% interest rates, I mean, that's you can afford a lot more house than you right. could if you got pre-approved a year ago at 4.5% mm -hmm. interest rates. Uh, so if you haven't talked to your lender and you have been thinking about it, or if you need some recommendations of who to talk to to get a mortgage, uh, we're always happy to help. Um, it's, it's just a weird time in the market, and if people are not getting the right advice, I think they could really be steered in the wrong direction mm -hmm. in our current market, too. I agree. Um, I know we always talk about the professionalism within our mm -hmm. industry and stuff like that, and uh, we got a lot of great realtors, uh, but not everybody follows the market and has uh, all the knowledge that sometimes I think they may need to be able to properly point people in the right direction. Right. Uh, a lot of the realtors do, so I'm not, right. obviously we're not talking bad about anyone, but you just got to make sure that you're getting the right advice. Well, and are you getting a realtor that can explain it to you and right. just, just make things easy, like when it comes to contracts? You know, I had a um, a friend of mine down in Wilmington, she sent me a contract last night. It was like, hey, would you please look over this? I have a realtor down here telling me one thing. And, you know, but then I'm reading it and it just doesn't make sense. And so she sent it to me and I'm like, this is completely opposite of what you thought it was. Right. She thought they were getting an offer on a property as a for sale by owner when it was actually a listing agreement. And so it complete... Oops. <laughs> Oops, complete opposite. And I, I just was like, whoa, don't don't sign anything. This is not what you think it is. And so it's just, and it's not saying anything bad about the realtor. Just maybe they didn't just understand the conversation. Yeah. So, you know, even if you need something like that, that double check, that filter, that, oh, we need a little bit of help. This doesn't make sense. Give us a call. <laughs>
and, and uh, it is just sometimes hearing it from a different different perspective. Mm-hmm. That's the great thing about our team is sometimes when we're having trouble communicating with our clients, it's, we're bouncing off each other, mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, won't you try presenting it like this right. or telling the story more like this? Uh, and it just can help people understand. Um, I don't think we ever actually answered Rob about the no coffee on the table, though. But, Rob, I'm not a coffee drinker. I know that may be sad to some people listening uh, that I don't drink coffee uh, because some mm. coffee is life at this time of day for some people. Yes, yeah, you just life. need to bring it to me. I'll, I'll drink it. Would you like some coffee? Bring me my share. <laughs> So, uh, but Rob, appreciate you listening, man. We got quite a few people uh, checking us out today. Uh, we do appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, I'm excited about today's show. Uh, me too. Everybody knows that I, well, if you've listened to the show or if you know me, enjoy fishing. Don't have enough time to do it. Uh, typically, with three kids in a busy real estate world uh and just life in general but really enjoy fishing and uh have uh someone that i know is near and dear to both you and i Uh and and dave as well i would imagine i can speak for him danny rogers coming on uh danny is uh in the process of starting up his own uh guide services for fishing around here Mm -hmm. uh the newburn oriental areas uh because this is there's always good fishing around here Mm -hmm. um so if if you like to fish, if you want to learn more about just starting a business, you know, New Bern has been rated one of the top places, not small towns to start a new business as well. So uh, it, it's just showing that people in our community, and we see new businesses, you know, popping up all the time. Uh, you know, um, obviously, Barry the Hatchet was not was on our show. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know nine months or so ago. They're still kind of a new business. Uh, tap that. Um, they're they're a new business that mm-hmm. is ha, has started off. Uh, but that's, that's uh, a buddy yeah, of yours. A, but yeah, it's a client of mine that now friends love them. Those owners are amazing. Yeah, uh, and I've tap heard that is pretty awesome actually. So so is Barry the Hatchet. But I was at Tap that last night, and they've got they're they're doing this really interesting healthy thing where they're not using grease to do any of their frying. So if you know anybody who's got a high end and a very efficient air fryer. You would make me and all the other members of that establishment very happy because then they can fry up french fries and things of that nature. Ah. I tap that. Great that, beer, too. I, I missed that. I, I, there you go. She's not wearing her headphones. <laughs> Maybe I need to put my headphones on. So if anybody's got a, air fr- a, a commercial size air fryer for tap that, uh, they are in the market for one ah. to be no- donated to them. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Charles can have his french fries. <laughs> we got a comment. I'm selfish. We have a comment. Look, <laughs> I'm so excited. It feels weird to say that, but this is thank you to Kenworth, Kennyworth. He's a wonderful client of mine. We actually helped him buy a house last month, and his home, 200 Ashwood Court. We received an offer within hours of it going on the market. That's a pretty house. It was a really pretty house. They did a beautiful beautiful job but he just said that i was a top-notch realtor and very knowledgeable and willing to put in the hours to make her customers happy so thank you so so much i love this family um again we i think we can all agree that you know well, how many we, times? we become family when it, you meet people sometimes randomly i randomly met them and now i just can't imagine them not well, being in our lives so i mean even some of you know your long-term friends i mean how many times have you been in their master bathroom oh, right. you know you, you go true. you go you go into your client's master bathroom when you're showing them the house they for open the first clo- time in the closets i mean right. a closet thing that's a funny thing for me I, that's where you can put everything that you don't want people <laughs> to see but they open your closet so, for us so, so we do grow close to our clients and you know it's awesome <laughs> seeing comments like that because that awesome. you know we yeah. really depend on our clients for referrals and uh you know, to let us help them, uh, whether it's just recommendations for doing work uh, or, like, uh, finding somebody to go fishing with, like we're going to talk to Danny about here in a little while. I'm excited to talk about it. uh, But anyway, guys, uh, appreciate everybody checking us out. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to bring Danny Rogers on uh, with Jolly Rogers Guide Services, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about fishing and what's happening around Newburn. Here at 117 Hilda Drive, you are located in the wonderful community of Forest Run. Uh, You will notice the Forest Run community is close to everything, centrally located between historic downtown New Bern and Cherry Point, Marine Corps Air Station. 
117 Hilda Drive is a beautifully done house. You'll notice fresh paint throughout uh, with some nice touches. You have the cathedral ceilings here in the living room uh, with the gas log fireplace. Have a nice formal dining area with tray ceilings. 117 Hilda Drive is a split bedroom floor plan. So you have your living space in the middle. You have your guest bedrooms and guest bathroom to the left side of the house. You have your master bedroom to the right side of the house. You'll notice a nice open kitchen, plenty of cabinet space, have a nice large pantry, and a wonderful breakfast area uh, that overlooks the private backyard. Let's step out here and check out this covered patio. As you come outside, it is a fully fenced in backyard. Wonderful place for the kids and the animals to play. Uh, you'll notice privacy behind you and you do just have fields behind you. So uh, you may have a farmer and a tr his tractor back there occasionally, uh, but probably more deer and wildlife that you will see back there than anything. So 117 Hilda Drive is located outside of the city limits of New Bern. So you only have to pay county taxes here, which saves you probably a thousand to $1,200 a year just in, in taxes. Uh, you're also uh, on Duke Energy for electricity out here, and they just put Piedmont Natural Gas in the neighborhood. Uh, Forest Run Community here is also located in the Creekside Elementary School District. Uh, Creekside Elementary is one of our newer schools uh, here in Craven County, uh, and it's a great school. Uh, my daughter went first grade through fifth grade there, and really, we really enjoyed it. Go Crocs! Uh, have a nice laundry area here. Uh, with some cabinet space and through the laundry area which also acts as a mudroom you walk out into the oversized two-car garage you'll notice a little bit of shelving in there some space on the sides for storage so you may be able to fit your car in here <laughs> we don't really have many basements in the Newburn area so I typically tell clients that you have either a one car or two car basement uh, <laughs> because that's where you have to keep all your stuff so here's the master bedroom for this house at 117 Hilda Drive. Uh, nice tray ceilings. Notice the crown molding in here. Nice dark laminate floors. You have two closets in the master bathroom along with two sinks. And then you do have a jetted tub in there. So a great place to relax after a long day of work and play. 117 Hilda Drive is a four bedroom, three bathroom house. The fourth bedroom uh, is upstairs because you have two guest bedrooms and a bathroom over there that we'll check out in just a second. The fourth bedroom does have an ensuite bathroom, as you will see. Uh, nice walk-in shower. Again, have a ceiling fan up here. There is obviously heat and air up here as well. Uh, this house is a, somewhere between 1,900 and 2,000 square feet. Uh, you do have some storage in the eaves, a great place to keep the luggage or holiday decorations. Then you have a nice walk-in closet. With a little access to some attic space, because again, you can never have too much storage in a house. It's a wonderful neighborhood. I actually lived in this neighborhood for 10 years. Uh, we just moved out uh, last summer we sold our house here. And I tell people I love my new house, but I miss my neighborhood. Uh, Forest Run is really a special community. Uh, great group of people that live out here, some younger, some older. Uh, so come check it out, come check this house out. We have other houses here for sale uh, in Forest Run. If this isn't the one for you, these are the two guest bedrooms on this side with a full bath in between. Again, ceiling fans in the bedrooms. Nice closet space. And again, the privacy out back is something that is just nice to have. But give us a call. We are rolling into home sales team. We have this house for sale. We have many others that we'll be happy to show you. You can always reach us at 
631-6787 or check us out on our website, realestateofnewburn.com. And welcome back to the Real Local Show. You don't get to hear the funky music since you're not wearing the headphones, Katie. Oh, it's, it's, it's oh wait, I've got another feature. But uh, i got to mute your mics if I do that. Uh-oh. It's our own next. It is called Rolling in the Home Sales Team, so that's the playlist anyway. Oh, we got our <laughs> own playlist. Yeah, we do. I wonder if that's on Spotify yet. <laughs> You get some downloads. Actually, now that you mention it, <laughs> this show, along with everything else produced in the Charles Tendale studio for New Bern Live, is available on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you can find fine podcasts. So if you want the music and the playlist, go out to Spotify and search for Roland and the Home Sales Team or New Bern Live, and it's all right Check it. there. We do got our own you playlist. Listen and you, to that. The fastest way to find it, go to newburnlive.org, click the show tab up at the top, and click on your show of choice, and it'll take you to your show page that has all of those links already on it. I told my high school teachers I would be something one day. So. You are somebody. Here you are, with your Here own playlist. With my own Spotify playlist. <laughs> Check me out now. <laughs> the Funk Soul Brother. So, uh, yes. Anyway, guys, uh, welcome back to the Real Local Show. Um, my Katie LaMare is here with us, and Danny Rogers is joining us uh, with Jolly Rogers Guide Services. That's right, man. Thanks uh, for having me. Certainly, buddy. Appreciate you I, coming. Dave's not here. That means we can talk bad about the Patriots and not have to worry about anybody getting upset. <laughs> do, do, do they even still play sports in the New England areas? I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. they play sports anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> right now. Unfortunately, that means nobody's going to be playing sports anywhere. So everybody's going to beat the Patriots this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes, we're going to have to love on this one while Dave's not here. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we will. Tom Brady who? This late into the Red Sox baseball season, they still haven't won a game. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, Danny, appreciate you coming on, man. I think it's really interesting how baseball can continue because the, apparently there's there's automatic social distancing in baseball, so you could still play baseball during all of this, but you can't play anything else. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's true. Yeah, I guess. Because football, you kind of run into each other. <laughs> Basketball, they're pretty close together. Mm-hmm. Basketball starts today. The NBA starts today. Oh, they're coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good. There are going to be so many happy people out there. <laughs> yeah, so there will be some kind of sports entertainment for us sports folk. Uh, I know Charles is a big sports fan. Not so. <laughs> I fish. I, if, if I'm not a sport fisherman, but if fishing is a sport, that's definitely Dude, something I'd rather do. definitely a sport. Danny here says it takes talent, it takes practice, it takes And training. your own boat. I just say it takes a lot of luck <laughs> and knowing <laughs> the right people. <laughs> I gotta, all right, and you got to know how to hold the fish like closer to the camera. So, it looks <laughs> <That's good>. <laughs> <laughs> so lucky rabbit's foot for my tackle box. That's what I was Check doing it. wrong. <laughs> yep. So, well, go ahead. Yeah, fill us in on what you're going to be doing with Jolly Rogers Guide Services. Yeah, so um, just recently I went through uh, the uh, captain's school. And uh, about, they say probably within a couple more weeks, I'll have my um, captain's license. And I did some upgrades, so I will be a master 100-ton captain, which sounds a lot fancier it than is it is. so fancy. What does that can you mean? Drive a cru- can you drive a cruise ship? <laughs> no, I'll be like that guy in Italy <laughs> if I drive it. Oh, I guess I shouldn't say that. Uh, no, so um, so I did the, the first thing was um, what they call a six-pack, which allows you to take up to six paying passengers uh, on your vessel for hire. And then the next upgrade is called Master 100 Ton. So basically, um, theoretically, I could captain a boat, this is scary, with up to 50 paying passengers and 100 gross tons of weight, like cargo weight. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, so what they do is they... It's kind of like a charter boat you see that goes out into the ocean. It would be like the ferry or, you know, or something like that. But now you got to... You gotta have some experience. They're not just gonna hand you the stick on the finger. <laughs> you say, "Oh, you got you went to school. Here you go. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Let's go to Okokoke. But uh, but yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's always kind of been a dream to um, to get my captain's license. And um, I, I grew up fishing. Grew up in South Louisiana. So it's a sportsman's paradise. And um, just absolutely always loved fishing. Always kind of had a boat and you know been around the water and 
So when we got here um, to North Carolina in 2006, uh, actually, I, I grew up on the water. We lived on a sailboat when I was growing up for quite a while. And um, so the first thing I did when I got here was I, I bought another sailboat because the sailing here is pretty good. And I realized that my kids like were just like not super into it. So after about three years, I'm like, okay, we're going to sell the boat and then we're going to get a boat that we can fish and ski and do all of that. So that's what we did. And um, at first I was really frustrated fishing around here because it's so different than South Louisiana. South Louisiana is a, is you have, it's very tidal. Um, it's a lot of sandy bottom. Um, it's just, um, it's just, a lot of marsh so it's it's really different the water's super salty and uh, when i got here i was trying to fish the same exact way that i fished down there and so for the first i don't know for the first year year and a half of trying to figure it out i was getting so frustrated and so finally one day i called my buddy um joe ward who's got fly daddy charters <clears throat> and i'd gone to church with joe and uh, had a, had you know had a relationship with him so i called him and i said Joe, would you be willing to have coffee uh, with me and just kind of tell me, like, what am I doing wrong, you know? And um, he's like, well, he's like, sure. He's like, tell me what you're doing. And so we just started this phone conversation. We had like this 45-minute phone conversation that was really a pivot point for me. It changed everything about how I fish because he said, you're fishing like this is South Louisiana and it's not. And I just thought a fish was a fish and water was water. Sure. Uh, but... Uh, it's 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 different. You and don't just put a cork in a worm. You out don't just put a cork in a worm. Now you can, but uh, and we were catching some fish. But after that conversation, and I started putting some things into practice that he told me, um, it changed everything. And then to see Luke and I start like learning how to fish this area and find fish and catch fish and put fish in the boat, um, it just fueled that. So uh, I love taking people fishing, and I love people. I mean, my, my, my job, I'm, I'm a pastor, and so I love being around people. Uh, and so having people on the boat, watching them catch fish, teaching them how to fish is something that is just so much fun. Uh, so I was like, man, I could just put all that together and help people catch fish and, you know, have a little thing on the side. Um, so I'm, I'm not leaving, uh, you know, my, my, my real, <laughs> job, real job per se, <laughs> but I see this as an extension of it. I do see it as kind of a different mission field. And, um, so I'm super stoked about that. Well, and you mentioned your son loot. I mean, that's another great thing about just spending time on the water around here mm-hmm. and fishing is, and, and you see it all the time when you're out on the river, you see friends and family together, you see, um, you know, fathers and sons and fathers and daughters and mothers and children as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, But just spending time together without electronics, without, you know, a screen in your face and just being able to be with each other. Yeah. It's, it's it's so true. It it is amazing. Absolutely amazing. It is. And, um, you know, we have the phone out sometimes when we're on the boat to take pictures of fish or sunsets or sunrises, you know, but other than that, like you're engaged in something else. And so to be out there with family, uh, is awesome. And, you know, we were talking before, uh, we came on, even if you don't have a boat, that's what I love about this area. There's so much water. You literally don't have to have a boat to fish. You can find a bank. Um, if, if you have somebody, you know, who's got like a kayak or, a, you know, canoe or something, we've got lots of people that we know, um, who fish out of a kayak or a canoe, but I know a lot of guys that don't, that, that don't have a boat and they, I follow them on Instagram and they just find a bank, find a dock. Um, you know, it's just, it's pretty, here's, here's, here's the secret. Google earth. <laughs> and you can find out where all the roads in. You can find out where all the bridges are. Nice. You can find out where all the public areas and public land is. And you just start searching and you find a way to get out there. So you don't have to have a boat to enjoy the water around here. Why not just riding through downtown on any given day? Uh, I guess Union Point's basically got their docks about rebuilt, but yeah. uh, mm-hmm. beside Persimmons, yeah. uh, over around by Tryon Palace, you always see people out fishing. Mm-hmm. You even see people out on the middle of the ra- railroad tracks once in a while fishing, yeah. which 
That's just, <laughs> Don't advise that. <laughs> yeah, but but <laughs> that's do that. yeah that that can be good fishing though. But you know? and you can tell when the train's coming because you see them pick up and start running off the railroad track. What was that movie when we were little? Was it Stand, stand by, by Me? me? Yeah. I think where they got stuck on the track. That's that, funny. That, I was just thinking about that. It's like it's a Stand by Me moment about to happen. Completely. Right? <laughs> this this is the opening scene that you <laughs> didn't get to see at Stand by Me before and, they find the body. And you know what I never understood about that is like the, they they always get their shoelace hung in the train track and like you can't. Can't just take off your shoe. <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> That's my favorite shoe. <laughs> uh, those things happen, but you know, but. And, and, that's something that attracts people, obviously, to our area. You know, we sell mm-hmm. real estate, and I've actually had known people to move to our area because of the fishing. Mm-hmm. They were retiring. Yeah. They wanted to uh, enjoy being outside, and with all the waterways and rivers and creeks, uh, there's just some great fishing pretty much all year long. All year long. Like right now, um, we're, we're fishing for redfish, and um, that's that's a lot of what I'm fishing for. And striper, those are the two big things mm-hmm. that I'm fishing for the right redfish, now. also known as drum? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So right now we're, we're catching slot reds, which are uh, fish that are, you know, 18 to 27 inches. And sometimes you'll catch some that are little puppies, like smaller than that. So we fi- we're finding those. We're finding um, a lot of striper on top water and, and, and redfish on the top water. Uh, that's that's just super fun fishing on top water. So that's real popular right now. Uh, catching a bunch of flounder, they're small. You can't keep them right now, just like you can't keep striper. There's a moratorium, but that season's coming soon uh, where they're going to open it up for a little bit and you can keep some. But starting to see a lot more of those, <clears throat> excuse me, in the Noose River. And um, the old drum are slowly kind of starting to show up. That's when it gets a lot of fun because what will happen here soon Probably within the next couple of weeks, as you'll start hearing more and more stories and seeing more and more pictures, and the and the old drum will start coming in. And what they do is they come up in the Noose River and they spawn. They live out in the Pamlico Sound in the okay. ocean, and so they'll they'll come up in the Noose River and they'll spawn pretty much during um, August and September. And so we fish for those, and that's a lot of fun catching old drum. Uh, That's kind of a dream of mine is to catch an old drum. I've never caught one. Okay, I mean they we're going to change that. Yeah, I mean you got to hold them, you know, with two hands. I'm seeing kind of a team thing happening here. By the way, we'll have the video. Well, we're going to have twin boats. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, old drum fishing is is getting ready to heat up. That's that's pretty good. In the wintertime, we we catch a lot of speckled trout, and we'll catch redfish and that kind of thing too around here. But speckled trout is really probably my primary target in the winter time because they're back up in the creeks and that's fun just to go hunt them down and find those deep holes and and i am a little weird i like going out like early morning sunrise is my favorite time of the day it just is uh and i love going out when it's cold in the in the winter time watching the sun come up i, I think yeah it's just, you lost me right there <laughs> <laughs> sorry cold Charles. And wet. had me until cold uh, you, like, right. you had me at sunrise and it was like cold and wet well, nope no no not wet not wet <laughs> you're on a boat well my theory is you can always put more on but you can only take so much off nope. right? yeah uh, before but, it's classified as indecent exposure <laughs> you get sunburn in weird spots <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. man <laughs> yeah uh so uh yeah so in the winter time we're, we're targeting uh, more you know Nice suspect trout, but but we fish. We'll fish for everything. Um, you know, we'll go down, even go down to the beach and um, catch you know drum down there. So, uh, yeah. Well, let me ask this because again, I I like to fish. I can I can. I'm not good at it, but it's fun. And if Jonathan wants to do it, I'll do it. And, and you got fish right off of your dock. Exactly. Like Jonathan sends me pictures. Yes. He's like, "What kind of fish is this? And can I keep it?" And I'm yeah. like, "No, don't keep don't that." Get- <laughs> We're very thankful for that. <laughs> yeah. We really don't want to get in trouble. Um, but my question is, so with your services, mm-hmm. so you're going to take people out. Yep. They're going to catch fish if they can keep well, them. We, we're, okay. we hope we're going to catch okay. fish. They, they call they it fishing, not fishing. catching. Okay, so <laughs> I said, do you have one of those guarantees? <laughs> no. right. we, do, we will do our best to put you on the fish. So if you went... Okay, so it's hard because in real estate, we don't use the word if, we say when, yeah. when we do something. <laughs> yeah. So I'm speaking that into your, into this new That's right. endeavor. <laughs> so good. when um, you catch fish, mm-hmm. what's the next step? I mean, do you have it? And again, I'm not, I don't fish. So I'm, I'm mm. thinking of anybody else that has these questions. Yeah. If they get to keep them, is there a, 
Do they you, clean them? Do they yeah. Clean, yeah. yeah. How does this work? After yeah. So catch? if 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 we catch stuff um, that 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 you want to keep, mm-hmm. then um, I'll clean them for you and put them in Ziploc bags, and you take them home, and I'll give you Sweet. some advice on some good Cajun recipes on. How to, how nice. to prepare so I mean, it is like from the it's moment a, you step on the boat. South Louisiana, so he, he didn't mention the Cajun recipe. That's right. So that's right. Not, no, that's no right. Asian, I yeah. like this. Emma tried crawfish for the first time this weekend, and I thought about you. Where did you get crawfish around here? I don't I don't, okay. I don't know where they came from. Uh, they're so good. They had to be prepared the right way, though. Um, she seemed to enjoy them. Yeah. yeah. I but I can't eat ditch lobsters. I'm sorry. Oh come on! <laughs> you just have to have them the right way. But <laughs> ditch but, but yeah. So the um, and you know not every trip is is epic. Um, you know we do our best to to try to find fish and stay on fish. And I have a lot of uh, great friends that are also charter captains and in the fishing community. And I love um, this community around here of charter captains because everybody. Um, it's 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 not a big competition, you know. Everybody's pretty good about um, now. Nobody's going to give you their GPS coordinates, you know. <laughs> but but uh, but I mean, but they out. might, you know. But everybody's pretty good just about um, just talking and, and and you learn how to ask questions, you know, because they they want to help each other out. Um, there's there's so much fishing around here, and there's so much water. Um, so there there's not just this sense of. Um, I mean, there's there's healthy competition, I think, but it, I don't I don't think it's unhealthy. Everybody's pretty good about helping each other out. And well, I've been on the water and you know not doing not doing great. I mean, because that happens, and I'll call a buddy and go, hey, this is where I'm at, and this is what I'm doing, and he'll be like, no, you need to get out of there. You know, there weren't any fish there yesterday, or this is where we're at, so come down here, and and so we try to help cool. each other out. Well, I know they had the Inshore Fishing Institute mm-hmm. here that uh, News River Bait and Tackle yep. puts on. Yep. Uh, at the convention center this year and they had i don't know probably maybe maybe a dozen local guides from yeah. this area and it was cool to see how all of them interacted and mm-hmm. you know it kind of reminded us of us realtors they're com- competitors but they all work together too exactly uh, yeah. because they all want to protect their waters as far as the fishery and make sure it's right. being fished properly mm-hmm. and they want to right. if if you're booked and I know, and people are catching fish, well, then I can call you because that's right. You know, everybody likes each other and everybody's going to talk good. It was yeah. it was real cool and a great learning yeah. experience. See, that that was one of the coolest things. I went fishing this past Saturday on, okay. a, on a friend of mine organized a boat trip. I've been trying to go on a freaking open water fishing trip since I moved to New Bern. So for the first time in like four and a half years, I finally got to go <laughs> fishing. Right, and we went out to Cape Lookout, nice. but it was cool because. There were a ton of boats, mm-hmm. and the radio was just going off with people being like, yeah, we got them over here. Yeah, no, they're not there anymore. They're moving this direction. It was like, and yeah. they were all, and the, the captain of our boat was like, we're competing, but we're not competing. We're all trying to get each other to actually pull these fish out of the water yep. so everybody has a good time. Yep. It was just cool. Like I, I was that like, cool. man, you, you think there's some sort of like pirate rivalry going yeah. on, but not so much. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, there, there, are some, <laughs> there are some folks that... Um, that are that are like that, and you'll you'll and you you pick them out pretty quick. But but um, I, I just over the last um, I don't know over the last year and a half I think I've started to build some relationships with people, and so I'm still doing that. Um, uh, but I've I've made some pretty good relationships with some other charter captains, and they've been great. They've just given me a lot of wisdom, a lot of great advice. Um, I was I was fishing last Friday with a friend who uh, has a charter charter business and. He said, um, he said, let me give you some advice. I said, what? He goes, you know, when you get kids on the boat, have something else for them to do besides fishing. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's like, man, they'll start, he said, they'll start slapping your poles in the water because they're bored after 15 minutes. And he, <laughs> he said, he said, I had a, I had a charter a while back, he said, and we're fishing and the kid kept, you know, getting into my stuff and I was having to get on them. And he's like, the next thing I know, you hear, I look and the kid just does a cannonball off the back of the boat. <laughs> but uh, he's like, so you know, just you know, keep all those things in mind. But um, but yeah, everybody's real good about expect just, the unexpected. Yeah, just everybody's <laughs> been great about just giving advice and um, and being helpful and um, and yeah, and and for me, relationships are the most important thing in life. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that at the end of the day, like that's the thing that's probably our greatest resource that we're going to be held, you know, to the highest standard for. And is is how we treat people, and not that we all do it awesome all the time, but but you know we try and um, 
And so the relationships with the fishing community, the relationships with the people that you take fishing, that's what it's all about, like getting them on the boat, getting to know them, finding out about them, and hearing their story. Well, and it's like us. I mean, we pop people in our vehicles and, you know, hey, I've never met you, but let's go ride around Mm -hmm. Craven County for five hours and in any other career field that would make you some sort of weird serial <laughs> yeah. killer look yeah. at here <laughs> come get in my car and ride out in the woods yeah. with me yes uh, let, just... let's go ride around and hear about our, each other's kids and you know dogs and yeah let's go in your master bathroom and you know <laughs> things like that so well i uh, had it's, it's funny you guys say that i had a um uh 87-year-old woman come into town this weekend and she's looking for a house and she's That's awesome. she is ready, she is hopping, she is ready for her next stage mm-hmm. in life and you know I, it was I spent some time Friday evening, most of the day Saturday, showed her some Sunday and I you know and I had her in my car and we're just going around and it turned into this you are like my Nana, who mm. I just lost last year. Like mm. I just, it was this precious relationship that just mm. got started. And at the very end, it's like she spoke life into me. And mm. like she mm. prayed over me, one of the most powerful prayers That's like awesome. anyone has ever prayed over me. And she got out. I hugged her, even though I'm not hugging anybody right now with COVID. <laughs> you know, we're all trying to be so careful. And she just cried. I cried. Mm. It was this precious like connection and I realized this is why we're doing this, you yep. know, and she was like, I've, I know I've probably found a house. It's going to take me a little while. Yeah. But I told her, I was like, it wasn't about the house this weekend. Yeah. It was about getting to know one another. That's right. So That's right. you build that relationship with the people around you. You're going to have a successful yep. charter. Yep. Just and like this. That's exactly right. And, you know, you think about it, if, if you're on a 20 foot boat. Um, they can't go anywhere. <laughs> You've got a captive right, audience, and do. vice versa. You know, um, but but you really do just learn. You know, to, what kind of questions to ask mm-hmm. people and how to get to know them. And I've taken some people fishing that, um, I, you know, that I didn't know that said, "Hey, we heard," and I'm like, "Yeah, let me practice on you." And so I've taken them out and. Um, gotten out there and I'm like, well, this is going to be neat. <laughs> you know? But it turned out like just to be a really, it was neat. It was a really right. good thing, you know? And, um, yeah, so we're just so fortunate. The, the water that we have in this area, you can fish it year round and, um, you, you can, you can get out there and, and, you know, experience everything that Eastern North Carolina has. So Danny, let me, I want to ask kind of a two part question, I guess, okay. of, for people possibly listening that, have thought about kind of doing a little fishing around here. Yep. Don't know where to start. Mm. Uh, so you mentioned you can fish from the bank or some kind of boat, kayaks. Yep. If you're going out on a boat, kayak, or anything, what do you look for? Yeah. I mean, wh- where would be some places for somebody that's, to kind of, I don't mean like you said, no. No, I don't need GPS No, 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 but that's, that's a great question. Those with me later. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay, but, all right. But, I mean, what should somebody, kind of a novice, start looking for? <clears throat> that's to, a good question. To be able to try to find some fish. All right, so there's a few things. And then how um, do you, what would you kind of, quote, unquote, use to fish it? Yeah, so uh, it's going to depend on the time of year. And it's going to depend on, um, like, how deep your water is and those kinds of things. But you want to look for structure. So you've got bridges. Uh, you got docks. you got rocks. Uh, maybe some flats where some grass is growing, that kind of thing. Any type of structure, um, that's where you want to start. Uh, so fish like to be around the structure. What They like to get up underneath those docks, and they'll get there where it's a little bit shady, you know, in the summertime, and they'll ambush bait. Or they like to get, like, in a little cut, like, uh, you know, on the bank, and they'll sit there, and they'll ambush the bait when it comes by. So look for structures. Uh, if you're out on a boat, look for points, um, cuts. Uh, typically in the summertime, we're, we're fishing in, depending on, what time of day it is like in the morning we'll start out we may fish in two or three feet of water looking for redfish now striper i mean we might be in that same depth but we might also be in five or six feet of water um uh, so um you're looking at depth uh in the summertime you know you can start shallower and then as the sun comes up a lot of times those fish will move to like some shady area or maybe move a little bit deeper especially around here you've got some areas that are mud bottom and some areas that are sand bottom and so that mud bottom what it does is it holds a lot of heat so wet sand doesn't become mud (laughs) no no so the 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 mud holds a lot of heat 
And so yeah. as the sun comes up and heats up, those fish are going to move off that because it's it's going to get super hot. So they're going to find a little bit cooler of an area. Now, in the wintertime, the opposite happens. The fish are going to be deep in the morning when it's cold. And then as the sun comes up, they're going to move to some shallower water to find bait. So they're going to get on the flats that are maybe like three, four foot deep because the water's heating up because your, your bottom is heating the water up. So you're going to look for structure. You're going to look at water depth. Um, you're going to look for bait right now this time of year you're looking for bait uh, and at first it, it's hard to see bait in the water and I've had people out on the boat and I'm like okay there's bait and they're like how are you seeing that but once you learn and you can jump on YouTube and you know learn how to spot it um, but once you learn how to spot what bait looks like moving in the water that's what you're looking for because what those fish do is they're gonna swim around those bait pods and they're gonna feed so you don't want to throw in the middle of the bait pod you're gonna throw kind of on the outside of it and those fish might see your lure and go after it so uh, that uh, structure you're looking for bait um, you know you're looking at things like water depth and water temperature and that kind of thing and it, I guess it all depends what you're fishing for too yeah a little bit, yeah especially and, and some of these areas you know you can catch especially right now this time of year you can catch almost everything you know up here in the you know in the below the below the bridge uh, in the river, uh, you know, from here down to Oriental. There's there's everything around. Well, we went two weeks ago, and, I mean, we put uh, a couple of drum, uh, mm. redfish, uh, a couple of stripers, a couple mm-hmm. of flounders, and a couple of trout in the boat yeah. all within a few hours. Yeah. I mean, it was like we didn't catch a whole lot yeah. of anything, but we caught a little bit of everything. Yeah, and that's that's what I love. Uh, so you can get, like, an inshore slam, you know, mm. which is basically three different species of fish. Maybe you got a striper and a red and a trout you know or some other variation right. of that and you get a super slam if you got four <laughs> but yeah there's uh, there's all kind of fish up here and depending on you know what kind of fish you're fishing for changes up the strategy you know if you're fishing if you want to catch flounder which like i said right now you can't keep those uh, but that's coming soon there'll be a flounder season coming in august um for and I, I can't remember how long it is for um but there'll be a little period of time where you can keep them and they'll have to be a certain size, but but if you're fishing for flounder, you know you're going to be you're going to be on the bottom. So you want a, a, a jig head that's got a little weight to it, with some kind of bait, soft plastic or something on the bottom of it. Maybe you put some scent, some procure, maybe using a gulp shrimp or something like that. And so what you do is just kind of jig it along the bottom, and you'll feel when the flounder hit. You, you always know it's a flounder because it's like a two or three tug. It's like pop pop pop. You're like, okay, that's a flounder. And so you kind of slow it down a little bit, and they'll come at it again. And usually that'll happen a couple of times, and then you can set the hook and, and bring them in. Um, so it you know, just depends on what you're fishing for, flounder. Uh, redfish right now, drum, pop and cork is real big. Same with trout. You know, Everybody likes pop and cork. That cork makes noise in the water, and it attracts the fish. Now, I have a theory. I think that that, that works. But sometimes I think it can actually make too much noise, you know, so you got to pay attention to where you are and what's happening in the water uh, to to how much noise you're making with the cork. Now, if you don't have a boat, uh, is it just bottom fishing kind of? No, not necessarily. Man, if if you could get up around those train trestles like right there by the marina and just throw a topwater bait and just throw it down the side and, and they call it walk the dog, you know, you can get like a Heaton Spook Jr. or some kind of bait like that and and you just walk it right along those trestles, or if you got a marina that you have access to, or or a dock, you know, you can just walk it right alongside of there, uh, and just throw it down the middle of it. Doesn't have to be on the bottom. And fishing, you talk fishing top water. That's so fun because <sighs> since your bait's sitting on top, literally on top of the water, yeah. you watch it. Yep. And eaten. and I shied away from top water. I didn't really start fishing top water till recently, which is pretty funny to say. Like I used to try to fish top water, and I would get discouraged. Because I'm like, I'm doing all this work and I'm watching and nothing's happening. And uh, it's just been within the last year that I've gotten addicted to it. And Luke, my son, um, he's he's always loved to fish topwater. And um, and so, I, you know, I, I kind of watched him. And then I, I fished with somebody a while back and we fished topwater pretty much the whole day or the whole morning. And I was like, okay, this is going to discipline me, and I'm going to learn how to do this better. And I just, I literally got hooked, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, it's just so much fun watching those fish blow up, and uh, and striper are fun on top water, a trout in the wintertime on top water. Believe it or not, like that's fun. Um, and then you know, redfish on top water is is awesome. Watching the watching them play with the bait where they slap it, slap in the it air. with their tail. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's almost a, like they're playing with it before they decide yeah. to eat it. Yeah. Um, but 
but um, you know, for us, um, there, there's so much. There, it's so much to learn, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you just every time you go out, you learn something. I love fishing with other people because I learned the last two Fridays. I sold this. I sold my boat two weeks ago, a week and a, a week and a half ago. Great time to start a guide service, man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> start well, a guide service and sell my the, boat. I know it. It makes no <laughs> sense at all. It makes no sense at all. But um, to to do it, I, I really wanted a bigger a bigger boat. Everybody always wants a bigger boat, right? <laughs> but but You're I had a need a, a bigger boat. Yeah, uh, I had a. It was a nineteen and a half foot boat, which is a good size boat. But if you're going to have three or four people who aren't experienced fishermen on the boat, it's a recipe for disaster of somebody getting hurt, getting mm-hmm. a hook in them. I've had that happen before. I mean, not in not in an extreme way, but you know, uh, somebody's hat gets pulled off, or somebody gets you know hooked in the shirt or hooked in the arm or something. Um, break your rods because you know you come back to cast. So I knew I needed to get a bigger boat. Um, and this is a great time to sell a boat. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and my boat was, it was, it was just great. It was an awesome boat. Um, so I put it up for sale and, uh, my, my family and I, we talked about it we're like, okay, this is probably the right thing to do. Let's sell it first and take that money and, you know, and then put it towards something else. And so that's what we did. And it sold within 24 hours. I had three, four offers. Wow. Within 24 hours, and it was just, it was insane. It's like selling some of our houses. I know, right? I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, what's funny is I, I have this, like, entrepreneur thing. Like, I get harebrained ideas, and I came in after I sold a boat because I told Carrie, my wife, I was like, I sold my boat. She's like, well, what did you get for it? And I, I told her, and she's like, what? I was like, I should start a boat broker business. <laughs> and she's like, no, Danny, one thing at a time. <laughs> but I, I really expected that it would probably take a couple of months to find something because right now you can't find mm-hmm. a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have a few things that are, that are that have happened, and it's been great with the fishing industry. Anything outdoors right now with COVID-19, mm-hmm. people are wanting to do stuff outside with their families, which is great. Wonderful. So yes. a lot of people getting outside, getting on the water. You have that, but you also have a lot of these plants and places that were shut down. So manufacturing stopped. So the new boat market is really skinny right now. So the used boat market, people are buying it up. But at any rate, like I said, I thought it was going to take a little bit to find something. And uh, last Saturday morning, you know, I've been spending like a lot of time on the interweb. <laughs> you know, last Saturday morning, um, I found, or it was around lunchtime, I found something. And um, I, I emailed and texted the guy who was on the site. And uh, man, and then by the by Monday, we had a contract on it. And I'm going to see trial it this Friday. And I'm super excited because it's, it's bigger. And I'll be able to take some more people out on it. So all of that being said, hopefully uh, here within the next week or two, we'll have possession of it. And hopefully in the next week or two, the captain's license will be in the mail. I'm following the process online. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully by the middle, latter part of August, August, I'll be ready to start. So right in the middle of drum season. Right in the <laughs> middle, which is perfect. And I actually, I have a commitment for September 11th already. So I'm like, it's all got to be taken care of. There's a bunch of us um, local um, charter captains that are doing a thing for veterans. And so nice. we're going to take them out drum fishing on September 11th. I'm super stoked about that. Can you that. tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, so um, um, Kevin Dewar, uh, 3D Charters, is the one who um, kind of – I saw him post about it online, and I messaged him. I said, I should have all my ducks in a row by then. Can I get on board with that? And, and so he was he, I, super great. I've, I haven't met him face-to-face yet. It's only been online that, that we've chatted or we've texted. We've got each other's phone numbers. Um, so he said, yeah, he said, I'd love for you to be a part of it. So there's 10 of us um, local um, charter captains who are going to be taking veterans out. And Kevin, and, and he may have some other guys, so I don't want to slight anybody. Guys, if y'all are listening, I, I just it's, I just don't know who else is helping him out. Um, but but they're organizing it, and um, we're all going to meet. Uh, we've got a local um, ramp that has decided has said we're going to dedicate this to you guys for the day and let you have it wow. and that's uh, it's a private ramp and and so we're going to all meet there and we're going to take these guys fishing and hopefully put them on some red drum and and give them the time of their life because i mean that, that is a when you catch a drum that is a fish of a lifetime and you catch a 60 inch fish that you fight for you know five minutes or better that's a fish of a lifetime mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. That's really cool. So I'm stoked about that. Um, 
Uh, yeah. Well, and I know from the real estate perspective, that's something we're seeing. You talk about the people wanting to be on the water with with the COVID nineteen and outdoor activities. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that we have a national forest right here around Newburn, the fact that we mm-hmm. do have all the waterways. Uh, there's great green spaces around here as Foster Hughes with Parks and Rec was here yep. last week talking about the new Martin Marietta mm-hmm. Park and their nine miles of trails or whatever Crazy. they're going to yeah. have. Uh, it's, it's it's a great time to be outside other than it's, you know, a little, little warm <laughs> there a little in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> it is a great place to live. You know, funny story real quick. Um, this past January, Luke, my son, and I, and then I have my really good friend, um, Captain MJ Miller with Sunny Boy Charters, we were out fishing on my boat, and um, we were we were fishing, and my son Luke, who's going to be a junior in high school, just said something about, you know, um, you know maybe, like, after, I think MJ asked him what he was going to do after he graduated, go to college, and, and Luke said something about maybe going to Louisiana or something like that, and MJ said, why would you want to live anywhere else? And Luke said, what do you mean? And he said, dude, it's like, this is like the best place in the world to live. You can hunt, you can fish, you know, you can enjoy the outdoors and family and it's, you know, a great environment. And it's funny because I saw, you know, he, he started thinking on that and he mentioned that to me recently. He said, remember that, that day we were fishing and MJ said that? I said, yeah. He said, he was right. Like, this is a great place to live. <laughs> and it is. Well, we don't have many people retiring, moving away from here. Most people retire to move here. And we're That's finding right. more and more with this COVID, I'm seeing just people from everywhere. We're getting calls from New York, from mm-hmm. I think Michigan, well, like all the, trying to get out of the bigger cities to come somewhere yep. smaller. And, and that's why the sellers that have houses they're thinking about selling, it's a great time with our lack of inventory. And we have people that want to be here. We have people wanting to come take advantage of these mm-hmm. waterways. Right. Um, and and if I can just throw a plug to you guys, um, you guys have both helped our family like with huh. different things real estate wise along the way. And um, man, Roland and the home sales team, uh, you guys are all about people. You, you're about integrity and relationship. Um, this is not just about getting a sale for you guys. Um, when when you guys uh, you, you really Don't try cry, to Roland. <laughs> no no but I'm but I'm serious like if you're listening and and they didn't know I was going to say this no. but but I but I love these guys and Dave um, they are really about helping people and in you know you don't have to be because it's a business and so many people it's just about the bottom dollar but you guys are so patient and you really want to help people find the right thing and you see every a client every opportunity as an opportunity so there is absolutely nobody else that i would i would plug over rolling on the home sales team i'll just throw that out you can pay me later mm. oh i can second that yeah. one so they, they <laughs> sold my home and my home was it was it was a bit of a nightmare but the links that you got that they went through mm-hmm. just to help me yep. was it was unreal like yeah. if, if that's the standard at which they are setting every other real estate person right in on. this city is going to have a hell of a right problem on. meeting or right. exceeding that one. Now, I do have some other friends who are in real estate that are probably going to call me out <laughs> later. <laughs> but, and, and they're awesome, too. But rolling the home sales team. Mm. I kicked Danny out of his house when before he ever yeah, sold so it's sold. Story, Get out. I, I, I know, I know we probably are out of time, and I do like to talk a lot. But just real, I'll try to capture this real this quick. So we, um, my wife and I bought this piece of property that we're on now. Um, it's been a little over five years ago. And we said one day we're going to build a house there. Roland helped us mm-hmm. find the property, and we got a tremendous deal on it. And after we had had the property for just a f- like not long, um, we didn't even have a house plan or anything because we had, we were like next year we're gonna sell our house. So Roland said, "Well, if you want, I'll come over and I'll take a look at it, and and I'll tell you like the things that you need to do over the next few months to get it ready to sell." And so he walked in the house and he goes, I think I have a client that would buy this house. And I was like, well, it's, it's not for sale. <laughs> He's like, well, I could show it and then we'll see how it shows. And, and I was like, okay. I was like, so he did. 45 days later, you got to move. Yeah. So, so he, so that, that was a, I don't, that was like a Friday, I think on Sunday. No, I'm sorry. Oh, that on, um, sorry. That was a Wednesday. I think on Friday at nine 15, he showed the house to this couple, and again, we had no plan to to sell the house. We thought this was just we're just going to practice, right? And um, he called me like twenty minutes later after the appointment. The appointment was at nine. He comes like at nine twenty. He's like, "They're gonna they're gonna think about it." And I was like, "But it's not technically for sale." He's like, "Details, well, details." He's like, "We'll see, we'll see." Everything's yeah. for sale. Yeah, and, and so so it's Sunday at nine 
fifteen p.m. on a Sunday evening. That next Sunday evening, he texted me. Don't he said, those hours. He's, well, we have we're friends. We have a relationship. Uh, do do not text these guys at nine p.m. But but we're friends, and we text anyway. So uh, anyway, he said they'll take it. They'll pay asking price. <laughs> Just leave Even the leave stuck. the washer and dryer. And I was like, what? And I told Carrie, I was like, they're gonna they're gonna pay asking price. And she was like. Where are we going to go? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. We don't even have a house plan. We have nowhere to move. And they wanted to close like within less than 30 days. Right. Yeah, be out by the end of the month. So it, it, it all worked out. I mean, God has a way of working things out. Our neighbor next door is a Marine, and um, he is one of those guys that is like never home. He's always on, he's in supply, you know, whatever that means. <laughs> um, what that's what he told me one time, and then he did tell me some more things later. But that's the covert to. response for it's yeah. nothing I can tell you. Right, about. right. But yeah, so I called him uh, that that Monday morning, and he picked up the phone. I said, "What are you doing?" He said, "I'm just coming back from Africa. I'm walking off. Of, I'm literally walking off of a plane right now." And um, I said, "Dude, are you coming back to your house in the next six months?" He goes, "No, I'm, I'm staying in Southern California." Uh, we're based out of here for now, and because we'd been watching his house, I said, "Can we move into your house <laughs> for like you know six or eight months?" And he's like, "Sure." <laughs> so we literally moved everything right next door. That is and awesome. my point in all of that was, it you was got a to step- meet the people that bought your house. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey guys, yeah, hey, we totally did. We totally <laughs> did. Uh, uh, but my point in all that was, you know, with. Um, Going fishing is a step of faith, but with with a house, with real estate, it is a step of faith. And if you feel a piece about it, trust these guys um, that they'll help you. But things do just have a way of working out. And in that moment, we had no way no way of knowing that things were going to work out. But we also have a deep abiding faith in God, and mm-hmm. we knew that He's always taking care of us. And if He was putting this step here, He was going to provide the next one, and He did. And um, yeah, so these guys were terrific and. Couldn't Amen. believe we sold the house. It wasn't even for sale. Amen. So, Pastor Danny, we've got the, the number one question in the comment section out there is, how can people get on your boat? Yep. That's a great question. Well, hopefully they'll be able to get on it here in the next week. <laughs> uh, but so you can follow me on social media, on Instagram. If you've got Instagram, at uh, Jolly Rogers NC, as in North Carolina. So uh, that's one way. Uh, another way is you can shoot me an email at um, this is a lot to remember, and so I'm going to probably try to find a way to shorten it. But Jolly Rogers Guide Services at gmail.com. That's a mouthful. I'm, I'm going to figure that out. But it but kind of makes sense, though. It, I mean, it does, but yeah, it does. But you just have to, you know, have to spell everything right. So Jolly That's Rogers true. Guide Services at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at Jolly Rogers NC. I'm also on Facebook. You can shoot me a DM, Danny Rogers, and uh, yeah, those would be the best ways to get up with me. You could you could do uh, JRG Fishing at Gmail. You know, I asked my wife about that this morning. It's like, should I do like JRGS or something? She's like, I don't think that's any easier to remember. I was like, okay. It's about so. the brand. It's about well, the brand. And you can always find us here at the Real Local Show, mm-hmm. rolling in the mm-hmm. home sales team. We know how to get a hold of Danny. We even know, right. we know where he lives, but yep. we're not going to give you his address or anything. But we will give you <laughs> Unless you want to buy my house. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we, we I'm just kidding. From my wife's him. listening right now. We're, so. not, we're not we're, we're, we're not trying Everything to say that's going to be the yeah. follow-up yeah. conversation yeah. like you guys you but, need to, need to but i will say this right we've had we've had this conversation if the right property comes along on the water mm-hmm. that is something that you know that we could that we mm-hmm. could do uh well you know we would we would we would do that in a heartbeat uh, i think, <laughs> I think. You never can tell we'll see what we can find <laughs> just want to give a quick shout out to one of our listeners rich Marr. uh rich is a buddy client uh, he's a great builder around here, but they're, I think, working on boxing 1,500 fresh boxes of veggies for Operation Veggie Box today uh, over awesome. in Pamlico County. So, oh, nice. uh, Rich, shout out to you, buddy, for all the good things you do down in the county. Mm-hmm. I know that's all in ties with RCS and stuff around yep. here as well. So, yep. uh, just a wonderful community that we live in, guys. Uh, it's been another wonderful, real local show. Uh, Danny, appreciate you being here, man. Jolly Rogers Guide Service. Look them up, guys. Let them, let's go fishing. Katie, as always, enjoyed it. Let's do it again next yep. Wednesday morning. We will be here uh, at the Real Local Show. I am Roland Bowen. We are the home sales team. Check us out at realestateofnewburn.com or give us a call at 252-631-6787. Nailed it. <laughs> Have a great See week, guys. You. Thanks, guys.
Hey guys, I want to show you our new listing at 117 Fairmont Way in Derby Park, just off of uh, Glen Burnie Road. Come on in. So this is a three bedroom, two bath home. Come right in, you have a dedicated dining room area here, just off of the kitchen. Kitchen with a lot of counter space as well as cabinet space as well. Uh, the appliances you see do come with the home. As you come in, you've got the open living room and a little desk closet area off to the side set up with cable outlet so you can set up an office in there. It's neat. Gas fireplace and a beautiful view out the back. To your own waterfront property. And now back inside, we can come off to the master suite. You have a walk-in closet with lighting, as well as a dual vanity master bathroom. We'll go back and look at the other side of the house. It's a split floor plan. You have two guest bedrooms, both almost the same size with ample closet space. Guest bathroom as well as the second guest bedroom. If you have any questions, feel free to visit us. I'm Dave Cacavaro. You can go to our website, realestateofnewburn.com or give us a call at 252-631-6787.